0: Welcome to the Wickedly Smart Women podcast, featuring stellar conversations with emerging and established wickedly smart women. Thanks for joining us today as we celebrate the wickedly smart women who are committed, care deeply, and have the courage to take action and create change all around the world. Now here's your host, Emerald Green Forest.
1: Welcome to another episode of the Wickedly Smart Women podcast, where we celebrate Wickedly Smart Women and provide our listeners with a wealth of wisdom, along with immediately actionable steps to be smarter, spunkier, and more successful in their impact and their leadership. This is your host, Emerald Greenforest, and today we welcome our special guest, Janice Butler. Janice is a teacher, speaker, best-selling author, and certified coach whose passion is to help people lead love-filled, meaningful lives and to open them to their whole self through conscious awakening. Janice has a BA from Stanford University and a master's in spiritual psychology, among other credentials and degrees. Her new book, Your Soul's Toolbox, Secrets to Constructing Your Best Self, is being published in the winter of 2020. She has studied pursuits of the soul for over 40 years, and I had the distinct pleasure of actually meeting Janice in person at the National Publicity Summit, and as soon as we met, I knew that it was a good fit for her to be on Wickedly Smart Women, so thank you so much for coming. Welcome to the show.
2: Yes, thank you. It's my pleasure completely.
1: All right, beautiful lady. Well, let's get started. I want to dive in with you on your stepping into a leadership role, Janice. You've been in this role for a long, long time. So I'd love to have you talk a little bit about what it was like for you to be called and what it was like for you to step into a leadership position in the area of expertise that you are here to deliver into the world.
2: Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I have always been spiritually inclined. This probably began my interest in uh, our spiritual nature when I was in elementary school walking by myself. My brother had gone on to junior high school, uh, walking to to school, and uh, I looked up and noticed the Jacob's Ladders streaming down from the sky. And if any of you remember the old children's hymn, uh, we are climbing Jacob's ladders, Jacob's ladders, Jacob's ladders. We are climbing uh, soldiers of the cross and climbing up. And I thought about that. And uh, I followed streaming light, sunlight down to myself. And I noticed I was observing myself walking in my saddle, shoes hand swinging looking over at small flowers along the walk and I thought cut to chase what's this why am, am I able how am I able who, who's this person looking at me who's is, who is the person who's walking what is going on i mean this is a little fifth or sixth grader trying to figure this out i didn't have anybody that i thought would be interested in this my uh, my mother wasn't she was Not unapproachable, but she was very busy pioneering her own uh, life as a divorced lady. And uh, so I went around watching myself for days and then gradually sort of lost it. But I know that was the inception of my wondering more than just going to Sunday school and hearing the stories taught there and, and the little hymns and so forth. And so progress on. I am at heart a teacher. That's if I had to narrow down who I am to just one thing, it would be I'm a teacher. Because when I learn something, it's not just I want to share, I need to share. And my stepmother later in life told me once that uh, my father used to call me Little Miss Fixit. And so I guess I have this wanting to make things better, wanting to help out from a baby age. And I am a teacher. I was a teacher. I taught uh, for years, was a stay-at-home mom. And then when my youngest was in junior high school, I got an intuitive hit. And I want to ask your audience if they can think about where these hits come from and where they land in your gut. You know, maybe through your head, maybe sensations in your body. Sometimes it's energy coursing through your body. Think about the the intuitive hits, whatever you want to call them. I call them intuitive hits. And so there I was getting this intuitive hit that I wanted to teach Spanish. I never sat in a Spanish classroom. <laughs> so anyway, I went ahead and got another undergraduate degree so I could teach Spanish, and it was the right thing to do for myself, for, for my youngest daughter, and I became more and more aware of my response to these knowings I call them that come out of nowhere. Well, mm-hmm. subsequently, I've learned that they source from our soul, which is our our direct and divine. Connection to source, to God, to all of them, um, spirit, hmm. and uh, so I've been very interested. And I would say that's what carried me forward. I've studied the a Course in Miracles, etc.
1: So beautiful. Well, it's interesting, Janice, because we um, we have a similar experience. Although I wasn't six, I was. Uh, somewhere around 38 when I had an experience where my third eye opened after doing a yoga class, I was out in the park and my third eye opened and I could see this golden white staircase going up and down the golden white staircase were all these orbs and angelic beings going up and down this, this golden white staircase. And I sat up in the park and opened my physical eyes and everyone in the park was a golden white orb of light that was how I could see them and even for a couple hours later I was driving and I could see the golden white orbs of light in the cars and that was the beginning of my own spiritual awakening and my own spiritual path so you certainly are a trailblazer as somebody who has you know been having these supernatural experiences shall we call them although they're becoming more and more natural, I think. (laughs) You know, I think there's been a lot of shifts in the collective to allow for greater acceptance of these kinds of experiences, not only acceptance, but also in many cases, questing. There are a lot of people questing for these kinds of experiences. So let's talk about how as you evolved you started to do what I call channel your creativity so you know this for me this is the divine inspiration that comes in whether you call it an intuitive hit or whether you call it inspiration or whether you call it I've got the goosebumps or I've got the spirit bumps or whatever you call it generally also comes with it this inspiration to do something, to create something. So I'd love to have you talk about your own personal process for channeling your creativity. I mean, obviously you've got a book and you've probably got more than one book. So can you talk a little bit about that process for you uh, and maybe help our listeners feel a little bit more normalized in their own life that when they have these hits and they have to make something happen, uh, they're
2: actually perfectly normal. It's not only perfectly normal, It's uh, I I think our society, our world is at a point in development where more awakening is occurring. And awakening, what do I mean by awakening? Well, it's actually remembering, because we are our souls first. We are soul-based beings who have come down, I like physical, so who have come down to have a human experience. Uh, And this particular time to help open the world, open individuals, each of you listening more and more, because it is a process, to our spiritual nature. And when people are conscious and have continued conscious awakenings, as the numbers of you all, of us all, increase, then there's going to be a tipping point where our world will be calmer, will be nicer. Awake people, conscious people, don't fight. Think about that. Think about what goes on in other parts of the world that are so horrendously awful, uh, unhappy, damaging. That's going to ease as we help each other awaken. Remember that who we are as souls, and that we live in two realities. We have our physical world reality, which is goal line, and and this is ego-based. And then we have our spiritual reality, which I liken to be vertical. And as we come to understand ourselves more and understand uh, the lessons that we have already learned, why did I have to go through that? Oh, my God, that was pretty horrendous. Well, did you learn? I'm at a point in my life where I say I never lose. I either win or learn. And that's what a lot of these hardships and lessons that we go through are all about, uh, helping us learn, because that's why we're here. And so the process of creativity, which is what you asked about, for me, I found myself writing a whole bunch, um, and way back when, I didn't like English because I had no confidence as a young person in what I had to say. I was raised by a domineering mother and et cetera, and I just, like many of us, in fact, uh, my professors in my in my two-year master's program for spiritual psychology uh, would uh, say that A sense of unworthiness is ubiquitous in our society. Where does it come from? It comes from how we're acculturated. That's not our fault. Everyone, we we come in these bright, shining souls, and then in order to learn how to get along in our world, in our culture, we become more outer-directed and we lose our connection with ourselves. And that's what we are trying to retrieve. We all know people who lack self-awareness. And they seem to be go unconscious sometimes. Well, this is what (laughs) yeah. And sometimes they're if you're conscious, they're kind of hard to deal with. Or even if you go unconscious and say, Oh my God, later on, why did I do that? That wasn't very kind. That wasn't, and I have tools for that. And so given my makeup, that I want to share what I learn. I have, I have studied all this for years. And, and so how best to share? Well, to get your word out, to use your creativity to write. And it's, uh, it's a process. I'm frustrated right now uh, since this um, Your Soul's Toolbox, Secrets to Constructing Your Best Self, isn't out yet. And if you any of you know Robert Holden, uh, he is a wonderful English psychologist who is pretty well renowned. And I'm in a mastermind group with him, and and he writes um, books. and he, And he said, Janice, I don't hear procrastination. I hear frustration and impatience with the writing process because I have 10, 12 chapters. It's not that I'm blocked. It's that I'm moving. I, I'm moving ahead very slowly. And so to help your listeners tap into their own creativity, I think clarity is important.
1: Well, thank you so much for that, Janice. We are going to have to take a short break right now. And when we come back, we will talk a little bit more about clarity. And I like to believe that clarity is divinity. So We will be back in just a moment, but right now, Wickedly Smart Women, if you're enjoying our show and want us to stay on the air, please consider making a donation at www.wickedlysmartwomen.com. We'd also like to ask you to share with your lovely lady friends who you think might benefit from our content. I want to say a big thank you to all of our listeners who are downloading, rating, and reviewing. We're welcoming thousands of downloads from all over the world. I want to shout out this week to our listeners in slovenia thank you so much for listening slovenia and we'll be right back with janice butler
0: the wickedly smart women podcast is brought to you by the creative age consulting group women are you ready for a big revenue breakthrough so you can stop working like a man and being paid like a woman Are you ready to take the leap and go deep to claim your value and convert your wisdom to wealth? Is now the time to fulfill your mission and change the world. Creative Age Consulting Group is hired by women just like you who want to break through to their brilliance and be heard by millions while building a sustainable business model that makes bank please visit apply.wealthylifemethod.com to apply for an invitation-only consultation. If you have been inspired to receive support in welcoming wealth by making your most heartfelt contribution to the world, be sure to apply for a consultation today. Once again, that is apply.wealthylifemethod.com or click in the link in the show notes to access the application.
1: we are back with janice butler and before the break janice was talking about creativity and after the break now we're going to talk a little bit about clarity but before we dive into clarity i want to let you know where you can find out more about janice and get on her mailing list and waiting list for her new book. She did mention before the break that it's not quite out yet, but it will be sometime this year. So you can go to JaniceButler.com. We will have that information in the show notes for you. You can just click on that link and go to her website, get on her mailing list, and uh, be on the wait list for her new book, your soul's toolbox, which is in process. So Janice, before we went to the break, you were talking about your creative process. And um, I love that you were willing to be vulnerable about that and be really clear that it's not it's the book's not it's just not done yet sometimes yeah. sometimes yeah. we think things are going to be done well in advance and we set ourselves up with this idea that by X date or Y date or D date we're gonna have whatever it is that we are attempting to bring through and then sometimes the muses move on to somebody else I guess uh, so, yeah yeah so yeah. why don't you pick up where you were uh, leaving off there about how important it is to get clarity yes. and uh, what might be in the toolbox for our listeners to help them get clarity too yes
2: yes well let me first say that um, my name is spelled J-A-N-I-S Butler B-U-T-L-A-R not J-A-N-I-C-E anybody remembers Janice Joplin the singer Um, that's how she spelled her names and sometimes that helps people remember that I'm I-S not I-C-E clarity We can go around with sort of a muddled life because we have unresolved issues, because we patch over aspects of our life that we don't like or that we live through but we didn't do well or hurts from um, relationships or other people, our, our misunderstandings. And they cloud our ability to be clear about ourselves, to really know our purposes in life, and to uh, move forward. And so what I have learned is as we clear out the stuff left over from the residue of living as long as we have. And then we we find we're we're clear, we're more, we're more aware of who we are, where we want to go, and we're more aware of a divine intervention of our spiritual, let's call them Joseph Campbell, uh the great mythologist would call them supernatural aid. And supernatural aid comes often in the form of people or something that just appears in your inbox now. Or, and it, it doesn't necessarily mean angels flying in and, and um, taking you up to heaven. It supernatural aid is, comes if our antenna are up and we're aware, which is what I'm about helping people learn how to do, learn what to do. And so a lot of it involves self-forgiveness.
1: Great. So can you give our listeners maybe one or two tips from your forthcoming book yeah. that will help them in this area of self-forgiveness and cultivating greater levels of clarity and connection to their own source?
2: Yes. Yes. Well, first of all, it's realizing what, once you even allow in the possibility that you are a primarily, your soul-based being. Once you even start to consider that, then you grab the idea, or maybe I'll push you into realizing the idea that uh, you are not, we are not our thoughts, we're not our, what we do or say or how we behave. We are souls. And so those mistakes or misunderstandings, or ouches that we live through that we don't like aren't who we are, and really grasping this allows us to be more forgiving of ourselves. And also, it's um, and it's a process. We call it compassionate self forgiveness, and I can teach it briefly. But um, it's also realizing that when we're going through an issue, a problem. An owie, a circumstance. Um, the most important thing. It's not the magnitude. I mean, John, my husband, has uh, prostate cancer, and I went. Uh, we were down at his. The hospital he goes to down in Tijuana, Mexico, and I gave a, a workshop for the patients there. And because a lot of them come in just beating themselves up, why did I get this cancer? Look what I'm putting my family through, etc. Um, and the most important thing is not the cancer; is not what you put yourself or your family through or your mistakes, or how, how somebody attacked you. The most important thing is how you are with this issue. That is the issue. How you treat yourself as you're going through your circumstances is the most important thing. And of course, kindness and love help so much here to really clear out all oh, this stuff running around in our heads the unhappiness we put ourselves
1: through Mm, beautiful well we only have time for one more question so i want to ask this question more from you're an entrepreneur as well you're Mm -hmm. an author you're a certified coach you're a speaker you're a teacher so you're an entrepreneur as well and what i'd love to ask you now is what do you do to value your own vision. What have you done in the past to really say yes to your vision, to really say yes to those opportunities like the mastermind you were talking about, to really say yes. How do you know? I mean, is it goosebumps? Is it intuitive hit is it like what have you done what tools do you have in your own toolbox to exercise that trust muscle so that you really value your vision and continue to advance entrepreneurially as a woman
2: it's remembering for me that I am literally and Jesus would say well I must be about my father's business and for a little girl well that kind of made sense now as uh, where I am in life, that charming little vision doesn't speak as much to me, but what it means and what it means to me is knowing. I know that what I am about is my soul's curriculum. It's what my soul, and I, I like to bring everything in close, so I name everything. I name my everyone in my spirit committee. I name my soul Sophia, means wisdom in Greek, and because how do I know? Because I have played Jonah, who ended up in the whale, running from God's assignment. I have found myself doing other things, finding other reasons. And the book is a good example to not move ahead for your audience with, with with your soul's mission. How do you know? Because you can't really, really sink in to your purpose and your meaning in life. Which is what we all look for. Without some soul work, without some spiritual work, then it opens up. Then you really understand and can say, "Okay, so uh, ego Janice doesn't really want to finish this book. It's a lot of work, but I want to get my message out. Yeah. It's Sophia's message, and I have I have valuable, valuable things to share." Mm-hmm. And Things I've, I've done wrong, you can learn from me. You won't have to do them yourself, et cetera. So that's that's, Beautiful. that's my take. And how, I love it. for me, it's, it's, it's uh, energy moving in my arms. When my spirit guides are there and talking to me, it's energy moving sometimes in my legs. I connect with them.
1: I love that. Well, for me, I'll share with my listening audience here. I have said it before, but not everybody listens to every episode. So for me, when I am highly inspired and I know that it is a divine download or an intuitive hit or whatever you'd like to call it. I grabbed my boobies. I'm like, yes, we're doing this. We are doing this. Yes. So thank you for doing this with me today, Janice. This uh, obviously uh, the podcast was a divine inspiration and I said yes to it. And so thank you so much for being a part of it listeners we love feedback please do let us know what you thought of today's show by calling into our listener line we will have that listed in the show notes as well or send in questions or guest suggestions to listeners at wickedlysmartwomen.com we might even give you a shout out on the show thanks for tuning in keep your ears open and remember you are a wonderful
0: woman Thanks for tuning in, downloading, and listening. Be sure to review and rate Wickedly Smart Women on Apple Podcasts and share with other women who can benefit from today's episode. Wickedly Smart Women is the premier podcast series for informing, activating, and inspiring the leader who carries profound wisdom and knows that now is the time to welcome wealth. We welcome your feedback and guest suggestions and invite you to subscribe to our mailing list to be notified of each episode at wickedlysmartwomen.com.